I think most of you would agree. God and his word make it very clear. No one knows or can know the day or the hour of the return of the Lord. There have been many who've invested plenty of time and energy in the realm of mathematical gymnastics, trying to work out formulas and calculations to show when Jesus will split the sky, all pretty much resulting in failure. Hi, everyone. I'm Bill Nordstrom, and welcome to the Critical Musts, the events that must precede the return of the Lord. You know, I've spoken in the past, and I believe made it clear that although we can't know the day or the hour, there are significant scriptures that point to the season of his return, that the Holy Spirit was never, never assigned, never assigned the task to keep his church in the dark about the future day of the Lord, and has carefully, along with the prophets, made it abundantly clear we're to, to know the season, yes, the, the critical must-events that will precede his coming. As my friend Reggie Kelly has shown, Hosea chapter 6 and accompanying scriptures make it clear Israel and its people are clearly the barometer of the times and seasons of the Lord. And looking to the prophets of the covenant people, it's clear God doesn't, doesn't want us to be in the dark about the days ahead. I believe Hosea chapter 6 verse 2 makes it clear the Lord's return will come 2,000 years after his ascension. That still doesn't give us a day and an hour, but let me explain, or rather, let's, let's let Scripture explain. Hosea chapter 5, verse 14, that's where we're going to start, and then we'll go to Hosea 6, verse 2. For I will be like a, a lion to Ephraim and a young lion to the house of Judah. I, even I, will tear and go away. I'll carry off. No one shall rescue. Now, here, here's the prophet, here's the prophet Hosea, by the voice of the Spirit of God, telling us what God has done and will continue to do for a set time. I will return to my place, verse 15. I will return to my place until. There's that great word, until. Until something that will soon happen to change the current circumstances. I'm going to return to my place. God says, I'm going to return to my place until they acknowledge their guilt and seek my face and in their distress earnestly seek me. Now, that coming day of Jacob's trouble, the the covenant people will be more accommodating to the word of the Spirit. They'll have ears, really ears, to hear what the Spirit is saying. Listen to Israel's future response. Hosea chapter 6, verse 1. Come, let us return to the Lord, for he's torn us, that he may heal us. He struck us down, and he will bind us up. So the natural question here is, when is that going to happen? Well, to find out, we have to go to verse 2. After two days, he will revive us. On the third day, he will raise us up that we may live before him. After two days, 2,000 years. Peter says a day with the Lord is as a thousand years and a thousand years as a day. 
So if we're going to do some math here, after 2,000 years, he's going to raise them up. He's going to raise up that covenant nation to live before him. On the third day, he will raise them up. The millennium, the final 1,000 years, that's, that's pretty significant and must be considered as maybe the most important timing indicator in the Bible. However, we're also cautioned uh, the mystery of the two days of Hosea 6 will require the church. He's not done with the church yet. He's going to require the church not only to see the signs of his return, the significant signals, the, the timing indicators clearly stated in the Word of God, but more importantly, see a specific sign that will be nearly impossible to miss by either the church or the world. An event that will happen in plain sight, accompanied by great commotion, even rage, bunch of pushback, nevertheless accomplished in God's set time. God always has his set times. A sign that will surely awaken and mobilize the church, the body of Christ, in preparation for its final witness to the nations and Israel and stunning victory over Satan and the Antichrist. My friends, that will be quite a sign. That'll come, I believe, in the context of the greatest time of apocalyptic evangelistic outreach bestowed on the body of Christ since Pentecost. A church prepared by the Spirit to be a clarion voice, not only to the nations, but also to Israel, that barometer nation that will finally recognize they are being raised up to at last live before him in the fullness of their destiny. All right, all right, let's, let's get back to this coming mysterious sign that God is going to use to make clear we have entered the time of Jacob's trouble. It's really not so mysterious in our present day. There are a few headlines from uh, Israeli newspapers and periodicals in Jerusalem that make it clear something is in the works. I gathered up a few of these, and I want to read them to you. Effort to sacrifice Paschal lamb on Temple Mount underway. Rabbi suggests the possibility that the, the guilt of preventing the Passover sacrifice may have led to the political troubles plaguing both Trump and Netanyahu over the past year. How about this one? Growing number of Saudis declared Jerusalem Israel's capital. Third temple construction. Should Christians believe in animal sacrifices in the temple? And I like this one. Listen to this carefully. Several hundred people on Monday attended a rehearsal for the Passover sacrifice held in a schoolyard in a neighborhood in Jerusalem. The lamb was slaughtered by members of the priestly class who performed the various stages of the sacrifice through the roasting of the lamb and eating it. Yes, uh, many, many of the priestly and orthodox community in Israel and abroad are looking to and planning an animal sacrifice and a third temple on Temple Mount, and God is in the midst of those plans. While these efforts will be extraordinarily opposed by many in the world, Jew and Gentile alike, certainly seems as politically incorrect to even consider killing animals for religious purposes. And I submit that, that according to the Word of God, it will indeed 
soon begin. And that, my friends, in the midst of many signs, will be the sign that we've entered the final half of Daniel's 70th week. Listen carefully. In, in, in every instance, without exception, the abomination of desolation spoken of by Jesus and the removal of the sacrifice that had only just begun on Temple Mount marked the beginning of the final three and a half years of this age, the Great Tribulation. My brothers and sisters, in order for the sacrifice to have been taken away, it must have begun. Let me give you the passages. Now, I want you, if you can't write them down right now, I want you to come back and get these passages in Daniel because it'll connect these two important concepts. In Daniel 8, 11, in Daniel 9, 27, 11, 31, and 12, 11. Let me say emphatically, you cannot separate the abomination of desolation the beginning of the final three and a half years. You cannot separate it from the removal of the daily sacrifice in the third temple at Jerusalem. And if this can be explained and interpreted and supported in Scripture, then God has given us, the Church of Jesus Christ, an unmistakable sign the tribulation is just ahead. And we already know from Scripture the Great Tribulation is for time, times, and half a time, 1,260 days, 42 months, three and a half years. While there are a number of signs that point to the time of the end, the sacrifice and its removal is the sign that emphatically points to the beginning of the Great Tribulation and the time of the end. I believe this is the most important interpretive key for us to consider at this time, for it it supports and defends the view that while the first three and a half years are clear timing indicators, the birth pains, as Jesus talks about in Matthew 24, and as we see in Daniel chapter 11, 23 through verse 30, it'll take us right up to verse 31, and forces shall be mustered by him this one who's now the Antichrist, and they shall defile the sanctuary fortress. That's the recently constructed third temple. Then, then they shall take away the daily sacrifices and place there, here it is, the abomination of desolation. The two are connected. It's a clear timing indicator that the tribulation will have begun. Beloved, this will possibly be the greatest apocalyptic evangelistic tool provided the church since the birth of Pentecost. As Reggie points out, this clear sign of the removal of the animal sacrifice and the placing of the abomination of desolation will guard us. It'll guard us from all the debacles of false alarms and, and, and prophetic speculation that have discredited the Bible prophecy among so many in the church and throughout the world. Remember, Jesus gave us one particular sign at the end in Matthew 24, 15. Therefore, when you see, when you see with your physical eyes, the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, Whoever reads, let him understand. When you see that sign, you will also see the sign of the removal of the sacrifice that has only just begun. 
by by sending his disciples to read and understand Daniel's prophecy of this, this particular event, Jesus knew they would be discovering many of the events that would precede and signal the approach of this sign, removal of the sacrifice. And this discovery would raise up a church endowed with the manifold wisdom of God to speak boldly and and clearly into the heavens and into the earth, declaring the mighty acts of God walking in signs and wonders, a final soul-winning witness to Israel and the nations. Beloved, (laughs) now is the time. Now is the day. Now is the day of preparation. Now is the time to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Now's the time to leave the insignificant behind. Now's the time to quit wishing things would get better and start hoping. You do your wishing in Disneyland when you wish upon a star. Your hope is in divine confidence by placing the spiritual bullseye on your chest declaring, declaring to the universe, to the principalities and the powers and rulers and authorities that you you want to be struck by the arrow of God's love, wisdom, and revelation for the coming day. You cry it out, and he'll do it. It's not rocket science, folks. It's an act of love and mercy to the church much greater than any rocket science. I think, I think we need to pray. Oh, Lord, Father, now is the time. Now is the time to lay it all all before you. This This is a different time, Father. This is a different season that we're entering into. Things are swiftly changing. Things are not the, the way they used to be. And in, in all honesty, Father, I don't believe for a moment that you're going to return things to normal. You're finished with normal. You're speaking to your church in no uncertain terms that now, Father, now is the time to get into the Word of God. Ask for and embrace a spirit of wisdom and revelation for the season that we're entering. Ask you, Father, for the boldness to move on from comfortable Sunday school lessons and and enter the realm of the Spirit where wisdom will prevail in the most difficult circumstances to come. Father, we just want to tell you we love you. We trust you. You're a safe Father. You're a safe Lord and Savior. And we pray this, Father, and we we believe with all our heart you're working it out in the hearts of men and women all over the world that are calling on the name of Jesus, because that's the name in which we ask these things. Amen and amen. Get into Daniel, beloved. If nothing else, search out, especially chapters 8 through 12. Read the whole book, but those those chapters in particular. And, and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. They're spreading all over the world. I, I, I'm just totally amazed at what God's doing. But I wanted to reach the church. I want it to reach those that need Jesus, but I also want it to reach a church that at at many levels is immature for what's coming, asking questions, and we hope and believe by the Spirit that we're answering some of them. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast. That's easy to do no matter the platform you use to listen. 
and God bless you. And oh, Maranatha, I'm Bill Nordstrom.